0: Hey, everybody, it's Rob. Just wanted to let you know about a couple of things. One is this episode is about stories. Some of those stories are about physical violence that's been done to some of the folks on the podcast. So I just wanted to give you a heads up there that if um, you're not up for that this episode, uh, just catch us back on the next one. Also, we wanted to give a shout to Ronnie, uh, we sort of tore up the audio recording on this one. So Ronnie and Taylor's voice doesn't sound as good as it should. Apologies to Ronnie and we'll definitely invite Ronnie back on and get a tighter recording. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode.
1: So Rana, you were just talking about how your kid is uh, growing up speaking
2: both Spanish and Estonian. Oh yeah! Wow, it's a, it's a must. I mean, pretty much you think you know English is going to be taught anyway. Yeah, right. You also, yeah, I told uh, my entire family I forbid everybody from saying anything in English.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I mean, is they- there is
1: there any is there any Spanglish that makes an entry, or is it just? Uh, I mean, if you think about it with COVID and all, I mean, um, English might be on its way out. Hot take, yeah. what do you guys think? True? Not true? Are we all going to be speaking
2: Chinese in 20 years? Well, that, that could be a possibility.
1: <laughs> Escape to Estonia?
2: Well, how's your Mandarin, by the way?
1: Who, Charlie? Oh, mine? Yeah. Oh, Sorry. mine's terrible. Well, can, I can count to 10. My, my kid can um, uh, name colors and things like that. But let me tell you the... Um, the move from uh, immersion language school to um, 30 minutes of Zoom every day is a pretty big difference really? uh, oh yeah well I just in terms of the amount of access to the spoken language I, Audrey my, my partner speaks Mandarin but it's not comfortable for her so it's not like she's speaking it exclusively or even um, primarily at home mm-hmm. so yeah we, we'll have to see where our language oh, step winds up oh, Rob oh, how's your Spanish coming along?
0: Poorly yeah <laughs> I work on it but I I'm spotty and I have um the Spanish language people close to me um are are too nice to me they 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 give me a pass which which I I I I work to try to jump in the mix but I get I get too scared
1: I mean, you, you stay out in the sun as long as any Floridian I've ever known, but yeah, no one's ever going to mistake you for other than a gringo, my friend.
2: No, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then again, there is a lot of Latinos that will throw you off, man. It's true. Yes.
0: Yep. It's true. Yeah. It's there, true.
2: There's so many. We come in every uh, shape and color, man. It's crazy out there. <laughs> as a matter of fact, in the Palmer house, uh, there is a, a stewardess that I've, I've been there for like 10 years. And the whole time, I thought he was just an American, you know, a white guy, you know. Mm. And uh, we're in the elevator. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? And yeah. then the other floor stops, you know, and then three Mexicans get in. there, like, hey, what's going on? in Spanish. And they're having a full-blown conversation. And I'm just there, like, in the limbo, confused. Like, yeah, what just happened? <laughs> the guy's like, no, I was born and raised in Mexico. I'm Mexican.
1: Audrey went to high school with, you know, white, uh, blue-eyed dude who wound up um, learning Mandarin so well. He became a Mandarin teacher. And so he was teaching English to one of the primary actresses from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I know that's a bit of a deep cut there. Uh, and I think he was so hard on her, he made her cry. And that was like his claim to fame. Wow. So, a Kentucky kid,
2: yeah. I wish I spoke Mandarin. It'd be cool.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, gang, uh, Rob, you want to you wanna talk us in, and then we can chat about... Uh, Uh, tall tales and so forth
0: okay i'll kick us off uh welcome to opposable thumbs a podcast where taylor and rob tackle a new creative challenge in two weeks or in one week we've been doing it in one week and talk about our accomplishments failures and lessons learned ronnie gonzalez is our guest this episode greetings ronnie you guys doing my name is rob ray i use he his gender pronouns i'm a designer by day and an artist by night and i make music and objects using the name shimmering trash pile
1: and I'm Taylor Hokinson. I'm an artist, educator, DIY enthusiast, CAD CAM evangelist, noted tall person, Midwestern Viking, full-time preschool teacher, and I'm a he-his kind of guy.
2: <laughs> I'm Ronnie Gonzalez, also known as Ronnie Sasso. I'm a Chicago native, born and raised in Uptown, here on the show with you guys.
0: Well, that's cool that you were born and raised in Uptown. Do you still live there today? I wish I did. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: w- why do you wish you were still in the old neighborhood?
2: Because uh, Uptown is, uh, is a unique uh, neighborhood. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh it- it's nice, but it's still sketchy. Yeah. Um, if you come out uh, of your house like at one in the morning, it's like you're in a thriller video. It's, uh, it's a very crazy neighborhood. <laughs> so sure.
1: Ronnie, uh, I, t- tell me if I shouldn't do this, but you've got there's so many stories that you've told about this that I love, and and one <laughs> of them is about the time you were nearly carjacked. Would you mind?
2: To, would you mind sharing that story? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the, you know, I'm like a uh, I'm a Honda guy. Like, I've had my car for, like, 21 years already. Like, yeah. that was my first car. Uh, yeah, and then we were, um, it was polished. Uh, everything was looking nice and shiny. And it was, like, I think, like, one-ish, on, you know, like, on the north side by, like, Albany Park area. And, yeah, I almost um I almost got car uh, carjacked. And and the bad thing is, I knew the second I messed up, I, I, it just hit me like, yeah, you just live. And sure enough, I just, you know, managed to get away and and drive myself to the er in 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 a one-piece condition oh my goodness being born and raised in chicago you are you have this gift of you know something is about to happen (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then being married to a european woman it's kind of annoying because you know you'll you'll tell your woman like you know we we gotta go and you know they'll be like why why, why are we leaving what's going on he's like there's no time to talk you know uh for example i think taylor remember that one time um in Wicker Park, when we used to live there, uh, we had a daycare run, and um, when you yeah. and Charlie used to go over, there was a, a homicide that happened right there in, um, right in the heart of um, uh, Wicker Park.
1: Oh, It was the one at the bus station, right?
2: Well, it was a. It was after hours. It was like three in the morning when the bars were shutting down, and uh, it was right there at Nick's in front of you know that red booth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it right, right.
2: Oh yeah, there was a guy starting in trouble with everybody and. There's one there's the same thing I told Raymond. Hey, we got to go. We got to go. Yep. I was like nah, nah, nah. What's going on? We, you know. And the next thing you know, you know, like uh, all my friends were kind of like, um, you know, like yeah, let's get out of here, you know. And there, next thing you know, the guy just ended up getting shot three times in the middle of three in the morning. Everybody out there waiting for you know their Ubers. And yeah, it was uh, a Wicker we Park. We we're right there, like five ten feet away from them.
1: I I feel like Chicago has so many bad. Criminals in it right now, and by bad, I just mean uh, not very good at it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so you'll get like sixteen and seventeen <laughs> year olds say, "Give me your wallet," and you do, and then they shoot your hand anyway or something like that because they're too freaked yeah. out. So it's it's a really crazy time to be in Chicago for sure.
0: Ronnie, am I am I right in thinking that you are you starting a podcast?
2: I'm I'm actually uh, starting my podcast soon. As far as like the basement uh, we had um i'm turning it into a full-blown like you know cozy like a laid-back loungy type of podcast studio nice and uh we're gonna have like a built-in bar uh that my wife is gonna build because she's the man of the house and she's the crafty one Uh (laughs) uh-huh not me and uh yeah i'm i'm trying to i'm in the middle of getting the name started i'm i'm kind of debating what name should i choose like i I like the name you guys have that's pretty amazing i like it oh cool Something like that, you know. I want like a name that's really cool that stands out. You know, nothing to do with like oh Chicago this or something. Right, you know? right. Just one, right. something. You know, like opposable thumbs. I like that. You know, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it gonna have a theme? You think, or or what? Do, what do you feel like the? uh
2: well, it's gonna be. Is? I already have. I already have some couple guests uh, lined up that I'm gonna have. Uh, you know, that I'm gonna interview as well. Uh, it's gonna be pretty, pretty awesome. And I got some important. Like people that I've known in my life and uh, that are successful, I got some. I got a friend, uh, a close friend of mine, that actually was in jail for four years for a murder that he didn't commit, and he just got freed. Oh. So it's a big city lawsuit. Oh, uh, he, he's over here talking about his life story about that, and that's just recent. Because um, I was actually driving um, like trucks uh, doing food deliveries in Chicago downtown, and uh, I was looking for this guy for a long time, and then when I looked on Google. I saw that he was in jail for first-degree murder. And I know this guy really well. He's not that kind of individual at all, you know? Uh So, but I couldn't find him because his parents moved out of the house and everybody just pretty much vanished. And I'm doing a delivery and then I just hear somebody tell me, like, Ronnie? And I turn around and it's this guy. So I'm like, wait a minute. What the, she's supposed to be in prison? Like, Like I just read about you, like, last week that you were, like, in jail. And he was like, no, no. It was, was, uh, I did a four-year bid for for nothing there's going to be a good interview I got that lined up and so much more you guys are going to enjoy it wow
1: it seems like I mean four years of course is horrible but in terms of the justice system isn't four years really quick in terms of being exonerated at least at the speed that the American justice system
2: moves at that's a good question. That's what, uh, that's what he's going to tell us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah right. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, this he, guy's a pro. Well, I can't, I can't give away the whole story yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I <laughs> like that. No, but I uh, definitely like, uh, he, he's, uh, he's the one that's going to tell it better than I can. Cause yeah, he's he's, we couldn't talk that much cause you know, he's busy and I'm busy. But, uh, when I posted my, um, the podcast, like my whole setup like I got going, cause I'm putting updates, like I'll send uh, Taylor some pictures too, some uh, from time to time of, uh, of the upgrades that I'm doing. And he was like, can I come to your show? Like, hell yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Right. I know Ronnie to be a great storyteller, which you can already tell. Yep. Um, and, but I was asking him like, oh, you know, would you be interested? Cause Rob would give me this challenge of sound. And I thought, oh, Ronnie, you know, do you want to try like recording yourself, telling a story and we could kind of produce it together and see how that goes. And I, and Ronnie from our initial conversation, you were saying, well, you kind of preferred to talk in person, like to tell it, with an audience. But the, the the carjacking one, there was the whole thing right about, like, the women
2: and the setup and the whole thing. Yep. So it, it all, basically, it all started like um, I was uh, dating this other woman at the time, and, um, you know, it, I took her home, and she was like, all right, you know, I just want to go home. I'm like, yeah, definitely. So I took her home, and we were, like, in the north side, like of the Albany Park area by Lawrence, to be exact. And, um, like, I I was, um, I have a little soul, you know, like a nice little street racer that I've been, Looking up for so many years and little by little he can there on it and uh, the top is you know comes off as a target top so you know i'm just enjoying the whole summertime chicago you know the best in the world you know and um, as i'm driving down the street you know there's nobody it's like a deserted street and out of nowhere these two women appear <laughs> like like what the, out of nowhere like seriously they just appeared and I just kind of like, whoa, I got started. Like, Excuse me, and I was like, whoa, where, where you guys come from? I'm just driving down the street. There was nobody. But here, you guys appear out of nowhere. But I was like, so I ordered music because I had like, you know, uh, music playing. And uh, they were like, oh, do you, do you have a cigarette? And and then I was like, nah, I don't smoke. You know, I, I do not. But as soon as I said that, one of the girls, her eyes looked the other way, kind of like somebody was uh-huh. behind me. And that's when I knew totally. that I was like, yep, somebody is on my on my. Uh, my left side, and I just ripped the you know the gas in, there. and as soon as I did, I ended up getting like kind of pistol whipped in my uh like in my bottom lip but Ugh. and kinda and I was kind of stunned, but I still managed to drive the car at a straight line towards Kimball and Lawrence, and then I made a right and then from there I drove myself straight to Swedish hospital and 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 i'm from t- this I'm, I'm I can't see nothing I'm just seeing like blurred like it's like you're like drunk on like a whole bottle of like Jack Daniels drunk, you know, so it feels like and but I managed to just get it over there and just put the car and just jumped off. And I was like, yo, I got to get this stuff because I just I was like, when you get a, a lip injury, it's really delicate. You know, and then yep. it's just like, you are just like, you know, pouring all over the place. So, yeah, they, I got stitched stuff. So the good thing is that I have like a if you look at my gold teeth, the way it is, the way I got it designed, you cannot tell. What, you can see the stitching if I was to shave it off. But uh, you cannot see it because I always got hair in my face. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's why, you know, so I, there's one thing about being in Chicago and you always have to be alert. That's what I always tell people. Yeah. American, white people, black people, Latinos, Asians, everybody, you have to be always, no matter, like like Taylor said, good neighborhoods are always the biggest target. Yep. You know, yeah. like the park, oh my God, so much crime over there. It's ridiculous. What What year was that 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 happened? Uh, I believe that was like and I think it was between two thousand and eight and
0: ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Around that around that time. Yeah. I I lived at I lived at Foster in Kimball for a couple of years in the late nineties, early two thousands.
2: My sister lives uh she has a condo in Hollywood in uh, Kimball.
0: Yeah, I went to Northeastern Illinois University, so I went to that school like right up there. So about my sister
1: <laughs> Oh, cool. Rob, I imagine you've got a similar story. I'm trying to think if I have a good one, but um the most recent one that happened to me. Like I always have this problem with scaring people at night, just be, particularly if it's cold outside, because I just have such a large silhouette. So the, the funniest one that happened to me was about two, years, two or three years ago. So my kid's five now, but she was a lot younger and I was picking her up. Maybe it was Serena's house, um, Ronnie's wife's house. But the, um, I came back home. And then I had to do something in the garage where I had to like park the car outside, open the garage, move something and then pull the car in. And so when um, and our alley has had, you know, some gun crime and people getting held up on their bikes and things like that. But I was tired. And, you know, so so Charlie's in the car in her car seat and I go back there. And then when I get back in to pull the car in, I see that there are these two guys walking down the alley. And one of them is dragging a suitcase. Right. And then the other one has a bunch of stuff in his hands. So I pull into the garage and I don't instantly close the door. And then before I know it, this guy's saying, you know, hey, man, hey, like, do you want to do you want to buy some tools? And so I look out of the mirror and I see that one of the guys has his hands are full of cordless drills that are clearly like lifted off a job site because they're Mm -hmm, super mm -hmm, beat to hell. mm -hmm. And he's got like two in one hand and three in the other. And uh, and he's coming into the garage and is kind of like leaning over sort of the back bumper of the car to ask me this question. And so, you know, if you had ever asked me what I would do it, as an intellectual, it's like, well, yeah, like I'd lock the door and tell him to get lost or I'd drive away or whatever. But instead, I just got out of the car and I told him, never walk up on somebody inside their garage. <laughs> but I think, I think I had a look on my face because the guy just went like dinner plates and he was like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are we cool? Are we cool? <laughs> <And
0: it's> like,
1: <laughs> back it up so fast. I mean, these guys were probably just like, Look at you know, like they picked up some tools, threw them in this uh, uh, rolling travel case, and they were just seeing if they could make a couple bucks yeah. for whatever. Because there are people in our alley that work on cars. But if I caught the wrong guy, that was actually like trying to rob me, or something, like I could have really gotten hurt by not staying in the car. But I didn't even think at all about it. My kids back there, and I just stood up, and it, it worked out fine. But it really shook me up, you know, because you always tell yourself, "Oh, I'm from the city, and I know that if I get mugged with a gun, you just give it to him." But then yeah. I realized like, well, sometimes you don't think and you just kind of stand up and like a, j- a jittery kid could have just blasted me right there. So, yeah, that's that's
0: my story. Yeah. Ronnie, I love that you said like you can always tell because you totally can. It's like <laughs> it's that weird like time slows down or something, the you know? city sense.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Formation, you see what's going on. And, yeah. you know, you start looking here and there. You're like, oh, OK, I see what's happening. Like We got to go. You know, like.
0: And Ronnie, you you grew up, you were born and you grew up in Uptown, is that right?
2: Yeah, born and raised in Uptown, yep.
0: I was also curious about, in Uptown, um, Little Appalachia,
2: does that ring a bell at all? I grew up right around um, the most famous uh, place called Carroll's Pub. Okay, okay. So it was like right there, I believe it's uh, Leland and Clark. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's like a redneck community,
2: kind of. Back then, yeah. Like I remember we used to have... uh, the lady, her name was uh, Shirley. She was a Southerner. And then we had another West Virginia lady that was a neighbor, too. So, yeah, they there were, like, more, like, in the Clark and Lawrence, na- like, you know, area. Yeah, yep. And they were, like, in that, in that little turf, you know, by, like, Chase Park. Yep. That whole
0: area. That's funny, because I, I remember hearing that it was because of, you know, like, people traveling for jobs, you know, like, industrial jobs in Chicago in the 80s, 70s and 80s, when, you know, industry was blue collar work was just collapsing everywhere. And I had heard that that was why there had been this push of people from, I guess like, I don't know if it's like Eastern Tennessee or North Carolina or something who sort of formed an enclave in Uptown. And and it it still seemed kind of legible even in the the late nineties, mid to late nineties that, that that community was still there.
2: They kind of started vanishing like in the mid, like a, Towards the late 90s, it started uh-huh. vanishing. Uh huh. Right, right. The whole thing started changing, like, you know, for the, for the better, I'll say, you know. Mm-hmm. I grew up right there, not the, like, right in the corner of Lawrence and Clark by the Rainbow Roller Skating Ring. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up right there. I used to see it on my window every day uh, growing up. And then from there, I moved to Albany Park. And, uh, yeah, that was a different monster, you know, from one place to another place. And, uh, you know, uh, but I'm trying to, well, one thing I like about growing up there is that, like, you know, you have, uh, you know, you go to Lawrence and Broadway, you got, like, Vietnamese uh, community. And mm-hmm. you go to uh, Mont- Wilson and, like, um, Ashland, Native Americans over there. So I grew up watching every single ethnic background, pretty much Africans, uh, yeah. Asians. Everything was around me. So, you, know, you pretty much, you know, you're really well-rounded with other cultures. That's cool.
0: Ronnie, there's a podcast you, you might enjoy, if you don't already know it, called Out of the Blocks yeah I'll send you the link and I'll post the link in the show notes it's one of my favorite podcasts it's this crew of people who do interviews block by block on in Baltimore so they go yeah, from right. they go from one block and they just interview every storefront and everybody who they can find in one block and then they make an episode out of it and then they go to the next block oh it's such a great idea um, and the stories are amazing so I thought you might dig it so I'll send it
2: to you that's pretty I like a little whole concept that's pretty cool
0: it's a cool concept right yeah and they're just like trying to cover as much as they can yeah
2: Chicago would be so awesome, but the bad thing about like, for example, Uptown, that all those like um, establishments are been, you know, vanished. Yeah.
0: All the the the, the
2: little, I think the only place there that is left, I think, is Godfather's and Gigi's Pizzeria still there. Yep. And those are, those are really iconic, you know, stables in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just about it. I think everything else is almost gone.
0: Yeah, gentrification is really dumb. number Yeah, probably Uptown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. big time.
1: So, Ronnie, for anyone else out there that's thinking about starting a podcast, do you want to talk a little bit about your equipment setup? yeah. Just let them know what you're doing.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, I started, you know, just like, you know, I'm like, what should I do? So I was on you know, I was looking at um, on the internet for like, I did my research pretty good. Um, I got like some pod mics uh, from Rode. Yep. These bad boys are very impressive because one of my friends let me borrow the Shore uh, SM uh, microphone. And to be honest, (laughs) <laughs> this is the same sound effect. That it, I mean, it's a little bit different, the other one, but it's not that it's going to be that noticeable mm-hmm. to the listener. And um, yeah, this is only a hundred dollar microphone. I got four of them. I got the boom arms. Uh, I got the pop filters for everyone. I got the I bought the Rodecaster Pro. Yep. And um, yeah, this is uh, pretty much my whole setup. I got everything um, from the carry on case and um, I'm pretty much ready to go mobile. That is so cool.
0: Yeah, you've got a good yeah, setup. Yeah. I've heard those mics are great, and they're really um, quite a lot of bang for the buck, so that's
2: awesome that you picked those up. Oh, my God. And the good thing about this, Rob, is, like, you know, for example, the Rodecaster Pro, so this uh, Rode product, um, like, even Taylor was like, "Why wow, you sound like you got a real deep voice, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and with this, uh, it has a built-in um, EQ that is specialized for the Rode Pod mic. Oh, that's cool. It, it's, uh, it's a very good, um, I got a soundboard, with, like, 64... Um, sound effects i could keep storing in here so it's uh yeah it's a it's a pretty good setup pretty sweet uh and yeah i'm pretty much just um for this quarantine to end and I uh, get it going
0: yeah yeah we'll link to all those items in show notes so if listeners want to um check out the gear you have people can click on links and check it out that's cool
2: yeah most well, definitely that's really we'll cool. pictures uh of uh here and there and i think uh, taylor you you admit that i uh it's been a night and day transition over here
1: yeah. Well, you've also, you did, um, under lighting on your couch too, if I recall. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I got to I want to just keep it really, um, you know, like I, when you come to my house and like, let's say Rob was in Chicago mm-hmm. and you come to my house. Like I got, a, I got a collection of booze that I collect and, uh, you know, we'll just sit back, drink and just, I want the whole vibe to be lounge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That's comfortable. Great. Like I, I got some awesome couches. Um, my sister only used them for a while. And, uh, she was going to give them to her friend and, um, I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to pick them up <laughs> and, uh, I brought it over here, you know? And, uh, yeah, they look, they look really nice. And I like, when you guys uh, come over here in the future, when this uh, crap ends, <laughs> like, know, right? you guys will it'll be, it'll be really comfortable.
1: That's great. I'm always trying to get Thank Rob you. back out here, but I don't know if he can maintain his cardio, um, <laughs> Three thousand hours of biking per day in Chicago.
0: Yeah. I bike in Los Angeles, so it's uh it's a lot of riding. Yeah. I haven't been doing yeah, much my, of it lately though. It's a little tragic. How you like
2: that? Hey, that's a transition, Rob. Yes, it is. I miss Chicago. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. I I love how when I came to visit you,
1: you just had all of your uh, woodworking equipment, like you had a drill press just sitting in your yard because it (laughs) it
0: rained so infrequently. You didn't have to worry about it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you have to worry about sunburn way more than you have to worry about rain. Though The bad thing is, is it will rain like once every three months and everybody's like let their guard down until all their crap is outside. And then you see everyone panicking like, oh, my God, oh, my God. (laughs) So
2: LA problems right there, man
0: we do need to get our challenge i think
2: from ronnie all right i was thinking you know let's spice it up a little bit i want like you guys to learn um some basic spanish oh <laughs> so good <laughs> so uh, good you know just uh, a, a little something just enough to just get by uh, pico, you know, Just something right. something something you know just baby steps you know
0: yeah all that right. is so good taylor maybe we should do the intro in our bad spanish next episode you're the
1: intro guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's all my
0: work. Yeah, no no no, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, let's do the intro. <laughs>
0: or your bio. Maybe we should do our like our intro bios like in, in, um, in Espanol.
1: I there's only one thing I remember from Spanish class, and it's a song. Are you guys ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Cuando caliente el sol aquí en la playa. Siento tu cuerpo y par cerca de mi That's all I got.
2: Oh that's how you got Audrey, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you dirty w yep yep that He's
0: pretty, he has pretty good voice doesn't he taylor
2: yeah, yeah, he, always, does. yeah he does he yeah. does he has like a built-in mariachi in there you know yeah he yeah, does
1: so hard guys we could have just started the episode with it yeah. yeah don't make me work for it <laughs> 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 okay excellent yeah that's a great challenge ronnie thank that's, you
0: yeah that's that's one of the scariest challenges we've ever gotten ronnie honestly <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, Yep. look i'm looking forward to this You can find photos of our finished projects over at projects.opposablepodcast.com. We also have links in our show notes and we'll link um, Ronnie's cool podcast setup and other stuff in our show notes this episode. And we post cool stuff to our Instagram account, which is opposable underscore podcast. We'd like to give a shout out to Wesley Ellis, Charlie McBride, Adam Mayer, Deb Chatra, Blondie Hacks, Nick Kantar, Walser Kotundu, and David Bellhorn. They're our top Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them in our league of Patreon supporter badasses, please go to patreon.com slash opposable films to sponsor us. Anything you can donate really helps keep the podcast going. Our podcast is dedicated to providing a harassment-free experience for everyone, regardless of race, gender, age, sexual orientation, disability, physical appearance, body size, knowledge of subject matter or religion or lack thereof. We actively support an inclusive environment, and we want you to be a part of it. You can check out our full code of conduct over at our site. Uh, Taylor, did you have any anything you wanted to uh, talk about closing out?
1: For me, I'm just uh, uh, building this Perusa Mark III 3D printer, which went well. And then I also got it hooked up with um, Octopi, which is open source yeah. software that you can load onto a Raspberry Pi so that you can submit jobs over Wi-Fi and also monitor uh, the print. Uh, with it. Right now I've got it in a bathroom in my basement mm-hmm. so that I can uh, suck the maybe toxic, maybe not toxic fumes outside. The I guess the jury's still out on that. Good idea. Um, it was kind of a pain in the butt, but I documented it on my website so people oh, cool. can check out that. Uh, progress and um, yeah, every day just blends into every other day. I, I just feel mm-hmm. like I'm living. Uh, the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Totally, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yep, that's that's me. You know what? I actually do have a thing. Oh, but I shared it last episode. I got a cool cassette recorder, and I have to say, I'm still into my cool cassette recorder. It's like twenty bucks. Uh, I think you mentioned it. Oh, it's really yeah, it's really fun. Oh, okay, I got like a a Panasonic, um, just like basic old school, like the kind you had in elementary school cassette recorder and it's really fun just recording stuff onto tape like it's pretty nice and i've been um um there's a a, a, i have a a friend who's three years old and uh he uh he really has kind of (laughs) gotten into it you know who's uh into like he was missed like his eyes got super huge when he heard his voice back on the tape um in a way that he doesn't when he sees like his own video image on the phone which is interesting so it's cool yeah yeah it's like all
1: those uh youtube videos of children trying to play a game boy by touching the screen yeah
0: right yeah he got the buttons right away though you know it's like so tactile you know like press record yeah. press play press rewind press stop like he he is he dedicated a button for each one he, he totally got it cool so ronnie thank you so much for being on the podcast it was it was super super great having you on um and hearing about all of your chicago uh life and adventures and and also your uh uh foray into podcasting we're excited to hear the episode when it comes out
1: before we go, Ronnie, do you want to give a shout-out to a chore that people oh, might yeah. be doing while they're listening? Yeah, we will
0: we'll listen, to
2: chores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to give a shout-out to you know pretty much all your fans because you I, I told, actually, Taylor, that you guys uh, are a big part of this setup that I got going over here because I was like, you know what, I'm doing my own podcast. Like Taylor and uh, you inspire me to get this started, by the Oh, way. that's so great. Uh, thanks yeah. a lot, man. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, guys. I hear you guys all the time when I'm at work, so, yeah, keep out Google, you know, the good work, guys.
0: Oh, that's great we will try to
2: remain
1: entertaining i'm pretty exciting right now i don't know guys i got a i got a hot take on the
0: octopi operating system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh oh chores oh yeah ronnie did you have a chore that your favorite yeah, chore this week Is
1: someone who's listening doing their chores right now you got a chore you want to shout out ronnie i'll be the fifth. <laughs> and rob i challenge you rob can you do the chore shout out but not make it dusting related
0: i've been obsessed with dusting because i haven't i feel like i haven't really dusted my place in forever and it's looking pretty gross (laughs) um yes and it's i have it i have my chore it is hanging things on the wall that you've been meaning to hang on the wall for a very long time uh i I feel that one that one hurts everybody's got like the thing they're like i should hang that up and then they just don't you know so
1: thousand things yep
0: man Taylor, do you have a chore?
1: Oh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with yours. I can't beat that. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. Pretty, That's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, cool, yep, cool. There it is.
2: All right, guys. Thanks you for making cool. the time.
0: Yeah, Ronnie, take care. All it was right. really great to meet you.
2: Hey, likewise, man.
0: Do you still, hey, do you still have that Honda Del Sol?
2: Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get buried in there. What are you talking about? Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I had it for, going to be 21 years on December the 3rd.
0: In Chicago, you've kept a car that long. That's heroic.
2: Yeah. The floorboards
1: are completely open, like Fred Flintstone.
2: You, you know, funny you said it. It was. <laughs> With all the salt and the snow, yeah, it just, you know, but I fixed everything. I did like a full restoration Especially on uh, imports, the fenders, the rear uh, fenders yeah. always get rusted out. You know, yeah, like yeah. we were renting the garage spot when we bought the building to our tenants in the first floor, and uh, the new car could be outside, the old ones would stay in the garage covered up with a with a car and everything. You know, like nah, take care of it really, uh, really nice.
0: I had the same thing. I had an old Buick in a garage space in Chicago, and then I had my, my much more new truck outside on, parked on Fullerton Avenue, so, yeah. That's
1: the way you do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't you get the window busted in, like, five times in a row
0: in that thing? Y- yeah, I mean, I had that car stolen twice. I mean, that, that yeah. <laughs> That's
1: what, you got it back both times?
0: Both times, yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: because well, you, took, you took that thing to uh, LA,
0: didn't you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that truck got recovered once in the intersection at Clark and Addison, like right at Wrigley Field.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah was it
1: was it ripped up or did someone just take it for a joyride? Yeah,
0: someone hotwired it, and they were so bad at it, they just like shredded this, the the uh, steering column. You know. Yeah. yeah. And, and both the the I called the beat cop who found the car. You know, with in the middle of the intersection, and he said both doors were just wide open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, they, they were late to the baseball game. That's I was. know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: and then and then it got stolen again on Fullerton, and got and 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 then it got impounded. And on the ticket, uh, on the impound, it's it was like three blocks away on Fullerton. Isn't that weird?
2: Oh, Fullerton is like the holy grail of like thieves and uh, stealing. Oh, my friend, he had a girl that lived on by Fullerton at Western, uh-huh. and he he also had an old Honda. And uh, it was super mint condition. It was from Florida.
0: Wow. So it has
2: rust. It was amazing. And uh, I told him, you know, you shouldn't, you know, spend the night over there. He did. And the car was missing the next morning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eh. But I warned you. So my car is harder. You know, my car is, for you to steal my car, you got to tow truck it. And even then, I'm going to track you. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Because I got, like, like, top of the line, like, GPS tracker. And then I got an external battery because you cut my batteries off. I got locks in the hood, the steering wheel comes off. I, I I have every single lock you can think about. Kill switches, this, that. Man. Sounds like a
1: challenge. <laughs>